This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Man, it's a pleasure to have David Carter here, also from Game Within the Game. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on the War Room, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's shoot it. <laughs> Jason and I have had the chance to sort of catch up with you prior. And uh, I can tell that you are absolutely interested in business and what that means at this leg of the journey. And so I have to ask before we get there, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs? Um, my grandfather was a, a restaurant owner. And he did other investments and stuff as well. And uh, my, you know, sort of, it, it, but I, I do have a lot of people in our family are, you know, politicians and doctors and, you know, work in the police force and stuff. But it, it, it's, I feel like the entrepreneurial wave is like a new thing for, you know, a lot of people really. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, the reason I ask is because I always wonder how that informs your decisions as you grow up and begin to make choices right and so you did see some of that around you and then at what point in your journey did it start to make sense for you to start committing to the idea of doing this because you also have an illustrious background as an athlete right and the same mindset and, and habits and all that carry over into business but i want to know when for you it started to really occur to you i could do this if i wanted to yeah so um, it goes back to what you were talking talk about. Do you have any entrepreneurs in your family? And, and it's like, you know, I've had people who worked nine to fives, you know, their entire lives and, you know, still working on 40 year careers at, like I said, the police department. And, you know, I played in the NFL and that was my initial, uh, you know, like right out of college, that was my first job. Well, not first job. I've had plenty of jobs, but like big time paying job. And, you know, after that, my NFL career, you know, I was or towards the end of it. I was like, damn, you know, what am I going to do? Right. We're, you know, I'm like, quote unquote, retiring. Right. But I need to transition into something else because I'm retiring in my 20s. You know, that's not really retirement. <laughs> you know, like shit, money don't last forever. I got to <laughs> do something. And so um and, you know, I, I started dabbling and doing, you know, I've, I've done a lot of things like movie production and, um, you know, a music festival production as well. I've done that with, and, and done all of this on like high levels, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do like forever. And I had to, you know, literally create, you know, I know I knew what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to work for somebody. <laughs> and, and I didn't want to work those 40 year careers. Uh, you know, I wanted to build my own brand, build my own product and and scale it, get it out there and, and be able to do that for me and support myself and help people. Right. Because I didn't want to work for somebody else and work my life away and to help build them up. 
right, to build their company up. Like I want to do that and slave away for my own for my own well being and build my own you know legacy and entity and and do whatever I need to do for you know for me in that way. And so that's what pushed me towards being an entrepreneur because I didn't want to work for somebody. <laughs> I didn't want to work for someone. I didn't want you know my well being hinged on you know this company and how well they're doing. I want to do it for myself because yeah. That's just me and stubborn, I guess. So that's what made me, it took me down the path of being an entrepreneur, not really knowing what I wanted to do, but, but uh, you know, but not wanting to work for anybody. So, yeah. There's a valid point that you're making. It's something I don't often get to talk about, but there's this idea of like some people don't, when they ask the question, well, what am I going to do, right? Or how do I become my own boss? It's hard to come up with the answers, but then when you go, well, how will I not? become my own boss, right? Well, like I sleep in all day. And so there's inductive and deductive thinking. And it seems like your strength is really deducing things like, okay, well, these are the things I don't want. So off the bat, I, that already brings me closer to what I want. And that's an interesting uh, uh, approach to the way that, that people move. Some entrepreneurs really do excel in that. So it's great to hear that. And we, we, have, uh, we have interviewed somebody that you do work with right? <laughs> who who you guys decided to... So I, I'm, I'm interested in gearing the story towards there. But before I do, I want to check in with Jason and see where he's at. I always love the mindset part of, you know, not, not just athletes, but military people, police officers, you know, athletes, anybody who has to really work in that really team environment, right? How they can leave that and then pick up and do something entirely different. 180 of entirely different. Right. And always have that drive to always push to success, no matter what that's a, that's a programming that everybody doesn't have. Right. And it'd be really cool if we could put that shit in a bottle. <laughs> yeah that drive man it's just it's just like you know to your to to your your statement it's the same thing with you you know you serve right and you know when you're going up against your opponent your enemy you know your face you're, you're about to have a fight you're about to shoot it out you before you go into that situation you're observing your, you know, your surroundings. You're looking at, okay, what am I going to deal with? How am I going to deal with that? How can I put myself in the best position to win? And it's just, you know, a lot of people don't really understand it, that, that, like you were saying, the deducing, being able to, to foretell and, and being, at, you know, problem mitigation, like these things, it, it's a vision. It's a perspective. And when you're able to take that that same thing and like you're breaking down an environment breaking down a situation and you're just literally switching that mindset that 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 thing when you're going up against your opponent and you're using it in business right all right this is what we're dealing with what's our demographic right what are the pain points da, 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 da. all right now how do i drive this in you know like how do i accomplish and finish this goal and that's and that's really what it is and it's really being able to get your mind um, in that space to where you could do that and really understand your opponent. Like a lot of things, like even when it comes to sales, you can't sell something to someone who you don't know what they want, right? You don't know why they want it, right? It's the same thing. And it's, it's really just the translation 
of the of that mindset and being able to pivot it into different fields of uh you know different fields of work so if that makes yeah, sense oh, yeah absolutely and there's uh the as the narrative continues right we we know for a fact that at some point you met up with reggie like to talk about doing something together is this accurate yeah most definitely well really it was like when me and reg man me and reg were teammates and um you know, before the game, they, they pair, you know, two players up and we all stay in a hotel before the game and get or, or get ready. And then me and Reg were talking and we were like, man, and this was what, like 12 years ago. <laughs> and we were like, I really want to do something that is like after football, like, what do you want to do with your life, bro? And it was like, man, I'm, I don't know yet, but I just know that whatever it is, I want to help people. Right. I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And that was, I forget who we were playing against, but we were, that was 12 years ago. And then we came back together to work on this project. Reg was like, oh man, look, I wrote this book and we got this program and, you know, and then I came and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And and he was just like, I've just been sitting on it for a minute. And, and I was like, this is interesting. Let's figure out how we can do this and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, you know, we got it into Forbes Business. We, we docked, we, we fixed it up some more. You know, refined it, got it in the Forbes Business School and a bunch of other universities and really taking the, you know, the course, the game within the game. It's about, you know, empowering student athletes to be their best self so they don't have to survive through sports, but they can thrive through it and understanding their, their strengths and weaknesses and all that. And, and like a lot of the tools and tips that we kind of have to just grind through in our sports journey, right. And through high school and college and, and, and getting into the professional level, uh, you know, the professional sports, you know, we, we package that, like, you know, package that all the tips that we got from all of, you know, the Larry Fitzgerald and the, you know, like the Joey Porters and all these guys and just, taking those tips and, and putting it into this book and sharing it with the world is, you know, that's what we've been doing. And that's kind of how that story started. And, and, you know, it started like 12 years ago and, and there, and then it came back and now we're here with this. And it's really just like, this is our way of like helping people to not deal with the stuff that we went through because like a lot of these tips and tricks, a lot of the tips that they're coping mechanisms that that help you to and, and the parent, not just the student athlete, but the parent as well to understand the environment of the athlete. But it helps you to uh, to, you know, like so you don't have to deal with all that because a lot of players would be so stressed out and depressed from not having a framework, you know, a strategy of their own life and how they want to move forward in this environment and how this environment works for you, not against you, as long as you know how to properly, you know, position yourself and have the proper mindset and perspective of things and know your, and know, you know, where your values are and what your job is on the team. And, you know, in any team, and that doesn't just have to be a sports team that could be in your business, right? It, it, that's in your business, that's in your, your platoon, whatever it is, you know, you got to understand that so you can provide that value to the best way possible and then be the best teammate in, in that you can be through that. And um, because a lot of people are struggling to get through that. And you, we've seen players commit suicide. You know, we've seen players have been so depressed and gone through treatment centers. Shit, Reggie was one of the people that had to go through a treatment center twice, you know, 
And and it's just all of these, and not just at the professional level, in the college level, collegiate level and high school level, you got kids committing suicide, you know? Um, and so not only that, the, the stresses that they have, the, the collegiate sports or professional sports, even the high school sports, it, it, uh, it, it puts on you, right? Like my brother played, he played in the NFL too. Um, but when he was in college, he played for Fresno State and his kicker, it was a playoff game, kicker missed the kick and got, you know, the, the last kick to win the game. Um, and, you know, they boot him off the field. They, they uh, when he walked into class, he went to school the next day and he walked into class, the entire class booed him out the class and, and then he was on suicide while they, they also, when he went to school in the morning after he left school and came back out of the school to go to his car, there was a brick in his window and his windshield. And then they had to put him on suicide watch. Right. So it's all these amounting pressures and all of this stuff. And it's just like, how do you deal with that? Right. If that happens, which you could very likely happen, if all it takes is for you to miss a, a free throw, miss a, you know, whatever it is, whatever sport you're playing, a, a putt, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you're like, you'll be dealing with these stressors and you got to sit up there and watch it again the next day on the on the on the film. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. It's a lot. man. And so, like, that's what our mission is, is to prevent a lot of the people from dealing with these things and it's that, you know, in dealing with these things and all you really need is a framework. You need a mindset so you can be stoic through this journey, right. And be strong and, and, and be able to support yourself because you can't really count on anyone else to support you. You have to learn and be strong enough to be able to support yourself. And, and it's a, it's a strategy, you know, Man. So, yeah. a life some, strategy. Yeah. So many things I never even considered that it, that a uh, even just at the college level and even at the high school level, the, the level of expectation on an athlete that is representing the school or what have you, and the kind of pressures that suddenly are mounted on one, especially when you haven't had the chance to develop as an individual yet through life, right? Something that comes with time, uh, you suddenly have to be this level of perfect uh, on all sides and held accountable for things that you didn't even know you were being held accountable for when you were just playing the game, you know, and you were focused on that and you thought it was just being an athlete in school and you had this career trajectory. And then you find out that there's other people that are like, how could you miss that play? How could you, all of a sudden you're like, what? <laughs> I was playing sports. What, what do you mean? You know, did you get an F on your, on your essay today? You know, like all of a sudden I got to boo you. Right. So I can see how that suddenly can turn into a very dark place really fast. And yeah, and most definitely. Uh, there's a thing called post-competitive stress disorder, like PTSD. And, and that's the <laughs> athletic version of PTSD. It's not like bomb, you know, but the, the stressors of always having to be in that environment. And, and when you're trying to transition into the real world, like, you know, if you mess up, you know, then you're it triggers something in your brain that makes you panic and, and it brings about anxiety and all kinds of things like that. You're always going at a hundred, a hundred, a hundred all the time. And you have to really kind of reprogram yourself to fit back into the real world. And that's a lot of the things that a lot of, you know, former military people and sports athletes, like you were saying earlier, is that like, it's the same, 
in a lot of the aspects, like, yeah, we're not out here dodging bullets and seeing our friends die on the field, you know, but it's a, it's a, it still uh, applies where the stress and it does some sort of thing. And so it's like, how do you combat that? Right. How do you prepare yourself? How do you, how do you do some um, pre-care instead of post-care to, to protect you throughout this journey? And yeah. No, it's a valid point when you have to, when you, so anything you do is with a uh, what's what I'm looking for. If you do something in an inordinate amount of time, like truly exceptional, countless hours in one direction, and it involves a certain level of mind state and mind frame, and uh, whether it's a military career, athletic career, where you have to be, you know, in this zone where those rules don't apply to everyday life, and then you have to go back to everyday life and be okay with certain people acting a certain way when you know on the field. Uh, or out there in the zone, it's not going to fly. And there's a certain response to it, to, to, to an action like that, to then bring it back. I can see how it can be jarring to try to like, get back to that, especially when you have coaches drilling in you and almost psychologically transforming you to be a certain way. And then you have to go back and then apply that. I can see where there's a, there's a carryover and to know, coming back to the narrative that you and Reggie have been talking about this, like 12 years ago, likely still deep in the career, but also keeping in mind, like at some point, we're going to have to do something about this and having that conversation to then coming out, getting it listed with, you know, Forbes education, et cetera, et cetera, building that up. It's really awesome to know that the mission behind that is helping prevent those very things by giving them almost like a software they could install in themselves to be able to navigate through all that. And that's key right? What's that going to do? It's going to do a lot to prevent suicide thinking in general, right? Which again mm-hmm. is, it's like before it ever gets there is what we're trying to do. And, and just that alone is incredible. But then you also go the extra mile with giving them a framework for being able to understand what to do moving forward in general with their career and helping the parents understand how to navigate that by giving them a psychological insight on what their kids might be going through. And that because now, at least at home, they're not also facing the pressures. Because you could, you could you imagine you missed the play, this, this, and that, and then you come home and your parents are like, "Well, I thought you said this was what you were all about. What are you doing?" You know? Can you imagine like all of a sudden you have nobody, right? Yeah, and it's cool. bad enough. Life is hard as it is. So I think it's amazing that you've chosen this as the mission. Uh, and those kinds of missions, as Jason will aptly tell you, are the kinds of missions that a lot of successful business people like to get behind because they understand that impact matters a lot more in the long term than some kind of short bottom line. So for me, it's a really inspiring story. And I, and I want to continue the narrative where I'm going next, but I also want to turn it over to Jason. Here, here's what, you know, in this vein of, you know, high school, collegiate sports, all this stuff, right? So when you're coming into high school to be a a sports player or whatever the case may be, you know, nobody hands you a piece of plastic that says crack here and here's all the instructions how to get it right. <laughs> you know, and it's the same for parents too, right? Cause you have the, the parents at the games and my God, some parents are just freaking wackadoodles. Right. Um, and they're just crazy. They're more into it than their kids. And I always say this, when did sports become unfun? <laughs> when it became a business. Right, exactly. That's right. When it became a business. 
And 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 now you have in high schools you have the NIL name, image, and likeness that they're doing. And now and you know kids are making money and buying their parents' houses and stuff. And they're you know they're making a lot of money, right? Um, with brands and all this. And and this is the thing, right? And so we're talking about like high school, right? And crap rolls downhill, right? Mm-hmm. And the higher you higher you go the more um, services that you have to, you know, therapists and, you know, you know, trainers and all kinds of stuff, mental health professionals, all this stuff. But when you get to the collegiate level, you get, you have less money. So you have less resources, junior college level, less money, less resources, high school level. You're lucky if you have, you know what I'm saying? And, and this is where the, 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 the most damage can be done. This is where, uh, you know, the, the innocent kids, bro, and just it, the, without the resources to protect themselves and to really know that, that they don't know that they don't know, right? The parents don't know that they don't know. They're just sending them, you know, their kids are going into this environment with really no framework. And it's, you know, it, this is just our part to try to figure out how to inform people and prepare them the best that they can. So on this mission, they, you know, they're not getting sideswiped, you know, on their way to try to be to be the, the best successful version of themselves. So, um, yeah, it's so real, man. I actually when I was in high school, I because uh, I got to reading books early, it sort of saved my life. Like when I was 14 and when I entered high school, I used to carry around with me thinking, grow rich. And I remember uh, the the person everyone knew was going to be getting drafted out of high school. Uh, Tyler, he he uh, he was always replaying. Anytime the substitute came with the with the TV to play videos, and the substitute would step out, he'd come in and put in his replays of what he was doing. He's like, "Come on, y'all, y'all know I'm going to be in the NFL, right?" You know, he would he and everyone was like, "All right, Ty," you know, and we'd all watch that. And then one day, <clears throat> I think I was in tenth grade, and uh, so was he. We were the same year. And he he walked up to me like randomly in the middle of hallways of school. And he was like, hey, man, I know you're always reading. You recommend anything? And I was like, wow, I mean, a couple of books. He's like, what about that one that you're reading right now? I was like, <clears throat> Thinking Grow Rich? Yeah, man. And he's like, can I borrow it? I was like, yeah, go ahead. I let him borrow it. And he took it with him, man. And I, I, and I, I people let b- people borrow things I never expected back, which, you know, it didn't happen. But what did happen was he for sure over the years, I imagine, started applying this because he got himself into the NFL. Right. And then I don't know what happened in between that journey, but at some point, next thing you know, there's like articles that he had like fallen into like robbing somebody and I don't know what and crashed a car. And I think he might have played for the Broncos. I'll have to look it back up, you know, but I was like, wow, like what happened? And as I hear what you're telling me now, there's no telling the kind of pressures that he faced in trying to come up and whether or not he had good people in his corner to help him maintain where he was at. Right. So like I firsthand know when I hear what you're saying, who that could have helped. And for me, like, that's crazy because I know he was the hope of a lot of people in his circle and somehow that still happened, you know? So it's, it's, it hits home for me when I hear what it is that you've done for real. And, and I can't wait to see how many people's lives you've changed and, and get it recorded and have that conversation out there because I firsthand had a classmate that had fallen into that man and it's easy too especially when you're that guy or that girl who's a athlete and you're doing well right the the you have to be able to identify 
what are the negative influences and the positive influences, right? Um, and, and, you know, we write about all of that, you know, and it's like you said, it's like, is the, you're a plant and you're growing, right? Are you planted in toxic soil or are you planted in, you know, nutrient dense soil, right? Are you pruning the, the pieces of your, of your leaves that are no longer, you know, they're dying off because if you don't prune those things and they're going to end up killing the whole leaf, so your twig will end up falling off, you know, like you have to do, you have to be able to under, you have to, you have to be able to groom yourself, right. And, and be your own best mentor in that, in, in that, uh, in that space. And then also identify what is a good mentor, right. Um, like and, and continue along that path. Like the dude started off doing well, you know, he started like, huh, what's this book? What's this? You know, like, and then, and, and, but then you can be easily led astray by, you know, you, you know, people are trying to gain popularity just to be in your circle and, and doing all kinds of stuff gets you messed up. I see it all the time, all the time. And, you know, yeah, bro. It's, it's, you know, and it's crazy too. Cause when you get there, it, it's like, uh, you know, college sports, high school sports, y- you want to go out and hang out with all your friends and be that popular guy, but, or popular girl, but you can't, you gotta not it, like Michael Strahan, right. When he was playing for the giant, when he was playing for the giants and he was just like, man, you know, I live in New York city. Right. But, I live, I, well, I, I play for New York. I play for New York, but I live outside of the city. I can see the city from here, but I don't go there. You know why? Because I don't need none of that. There's nothing good. <laughs> There's nothing good over there. You know, it's just going to get me in trouble. You need to be able to have that discipline with yourself to be able to keep yourself like, yeah, all this is coming, but you got to stay focused, man. You got to stay focused and be disciplined because none of that really matters. It's really all about you know, yeah, just succeed right. doing your thing, right? Being, being, produ- being productive and, you, could, you know, don't let the distractions get you. It sounds like you can almost get caught up in the idea of living how you think other people want to see you live based on the role that you're playing. And that's not, you got to step right. away from that as often as possible. I mean, I'm sure it's all in the book, the game within the game, man. Uh, I'm sure there's all the tips and all the frameworks that people need. So uh, rolling out the red carpet here. If people want to know more, or listening, and maybe want to put this in the hands of someone they know it could impact, uh, where should they go? How should they connect with you? Um, we can. Uh, we have the website, thegamewithinthegame.com. It's um, it's up right now, and we have all the information on there, and it's great. Um, so uh, check it out. The book is available there online. We have the college accredited version. Uh, that's on there, available on there. And then we also have the certificate version. If you just want to take the certificate version, pay a little less, you know, or you can get the college credit, pay a little more, right? So, um, and, and that and that's what we have there. So, uh, yeah. Okay. And then also Instagram, I am David Carter, and then uh, David H. Carter on Instagram, and you can reach me there as well. Right on. Uh, before yeah, I ask the the two last questions that I that I that I go to, I want to check in with Jason just to make sure because I know I, I ran I ran the conversation dry here. 
No, I just, I just think it's really great. And I think there's a lot of opportunities even outside of the, just the sports realm, right. For, for what you guys are doing. Right. I mean, because what we're doing, what we're really discussing here is how do I create a framework for my life when I'm young, right. When I'm just getting started, perhaps in high school and I'm in a sport or something like that, what kid doesn't want a playbook to follow, right. In their life. Right. Even if you, you just go through high school, you do high school sports and, and, you do something else in life, right? It's still all applicable, right? So it's like, why wouldn't we want that? Because to be quite honest, most of our parents didn't do the greatest job. Of that, right? They tried their best. <laughs> they tried their best, right? They did, they did the best with what they had, right? And, you know, fortunately, some of us had really good influencers in our lives later in life, right? So... Um, and I'm not by any means saying my parents didn't do a great job, um, but they just did what they knew then. Right. So it, uh, I do things different with my kids. So it's like, there is a formula that works right? <laughs> to a degree, but it's like weight loss. The same weight loss program doesn't work perfectly for everyone. Right. It's how you take it in too. Right. And how you use it and, and how you do all these things with your life. So um, I love what you guys are doing. I think it's great. It's it's holistic. It's, you know, thinking first about the people you can affect. And that that more than anything is what we need more than ever today. <laughs> we need more of it today, right? Given our circumstances over the last couple of years and all the effects of, of, you know, kids at home going to school and all this stuff. Right. So it's like, it can bring back some normal to them and give them that blueprint to follow for sure. So anyway, proud of you guys for doing it. Not everybody uses their talents for good. Like you guys are doing. Um, and uh, I, I really do appreciate what you guys are doing. It's good stuff. Thank you, man. I appreciate the war room. And then on the business side of things, man, because I know you want to talk about business, right? Is is like how does it how does the, the strategy of sports and the mind the sports mindset is the same thing as military mindset? How does that mm -hmm. transfer over into business? Right. And that's what we talk about. Like we, you know, and a lot of this stuff in the a lot of the stuff in the in the book and in the course, it speaks to that. Whereas a lot of those skills translate right the discipline um being able to you know pick up a playbook and understand that and break down all that stuff and and you know it's good to it, it's good it's good to have and being able to have that perspective because a lot of kids don't have that perspective right they think oh you know i play sports and that's it right and that's a stigma that a lot of people have like oh you're just an athlete but what are the skills that athletes have that transition into sales Right. What are the skills that athletes have that transition into production or whatever else? You know, these are people who are highly disciplined too, who wake up every morning at six o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning and go train and get results. And they're, they're, you know, they're doing, you know, analytics on their, on their body and their progress. And it's like, 
how do those skills translate and being able to understand that too. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's a valid it's, point. It's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Cause I had a good friend of mine. He told me, I said, yeah, you know, when you get out, you should start a business. And he was like, start a business. I wouldn't even know where to begin starting a business. And I always refer to this, to my military phones that, and it's, Business is war. The difference is ain't nobody shooting at you. (laughs) All the same things apply. Leadership, process, procedure, all those things apply. And in so many things in life, it's the same way. When you take athletes, they have process, procedure, team, leadership, all these things, right? That's why I said when we started, they're very paralleled, right? Um, and there's so much talent that comes from all those different worlds. And sometimes we just have to, it's up to us to culture that and make something out of it. Yeah. And it's funny too, because the way that the book and the program are are structured, it's really, it's bringing the business side of sports. It's really informing you about that, right? And, and informing you the structure and, you know, your place on the team and all that and how to interact with your coach, your coaches, your coaches, not your father figure or your uncle or this, that and the other. Like, you know, and it's really bringing that structure and giving you those tools, because like you, you asked that question before, when does sports get not fun? Right. And it's because like you have all these kids, literally kids going into a business environment when the sport starts to transition, right? And they don't know any of that stuff. And that's the part that beats them up. They could be great athletes, but the funny thing is at the pro level, the players who are the the, the, the most athletic guys are not the ones who are staying in the league for 10 years, right? <laughs> you got the guys who are the smartest and they understand strategy and they under and they understand, you know, their role on the team and how to be versatile. And not just, you don't have to, you know, you can, it's, it's a lot of stuff. And, and when you understand how to best put yourself and place yourself for success, then you can, and it doesn't have to necessarily just be in sports. It could be in any environment, right? And, and understanding how to navigate those things. And, you know, that was like one of the hard things that I had to learn coming out of the sports is really learning how to, you know, like transitioning my skill set and 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 you know finding a place for myself in 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 that way and that's just what we just don't want guys to have to deal with what we deal with and and what we see a lot of other people dealing with and so yeah man but um I want to say thank you guys so much for allowing me into the war room today and you guys are this is a great show man I, I thank you guys I appreciate it man and, yeah man, no we're, we're very glad that we had the chance to talk to you man you know it's funny because we we talked to reggie and now we talked to you and even though you guys are working on the same thing the conversation was totally different and that just goes to show that like everybody has to take value in their journey and, and who they are you know as as business people and wherever they are on that journey um so so with that uh i want to transition to the last two things we always do this and the first one is if you could if you could go back to yourself now when you and Reggie were talking about like, what are you going to do, man? I don't know. What am I going to do? If you could go back there to that moment, what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now? 
man, I would have I would have took all the entrepreneurial classes and schooling that I needed beforehand. And and really, if man, like understand your strategy and, and understand your strengths and weaknesses. I had to learn. It was a real journey, you know, coming out of football, understanding my strengths and weaknesses and how they transition into the, you know, into the entrepreneurial realm and in space and and that would that was you know wrapping my mind and i was kind of afraid of it right to be able to like ah oh, man i don't know like that's a lot of work but when i you know the the wrapping my mind around it at a, at a sooner time i wish i had done that but i'm glad i did it when i did you know like i i, I found to some great mentors and friends and that really helped me to understand that that the game the game within the game. And because it is the game, man. It's a strategy. Like you're saying, bro, like, you know, business is 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 like war, just without the bullets, right? And and business and business is art too. Entrepreneurship is art. Basquiat. Basquiat says the most interesting form of uh, of art is business is the most interesting form of art. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. But that's what he said. And you know, it's yeah, man, that's why I love being an entrepreneur is because it is art, man. Like, you're literally piecing things together. What are the best pieces? What goes together? This, that, and the other. And you're making it work. And, you know, it's been a wonderful and very giving and rewarding journey to go down this entrepreneurial path. A lot of hard lessons. I mean, you guys know you're entrepreneurs. There's a lot A lot of times you hit your head up against the wall. A lot of times things don't work out the way you wanted them to, do, to work out. And, you know, it's a lot of hours that, you know, you know, you you <laughs> like I, I don't want to work forty hours or for you know forty hours a week for somebody else, and you end up working sixty hours a week for yourself. <laughs> but it but it's worth it. It you know it's very rewarding, and I love it because like not only am I I'm working for myself, but I'm also growing myself in the process, and you know that's the best part. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's real, man. And I guess the 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 grand finale. Uh, should not wait any longer in the interest of time. Is that all right, Jason? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, it's it's basically if you could have invited anybody today, based on everything we covered, man. I mean, it, it was real. It was a real conversation. So, David, if you could have invited anybody, dead or alive, to join us today, whether to contribute to the conversation or just listen in, who would you invite and why? Man, all right. So, our mission is to improve sports culture right change the conversation like start an interesting conversation in sports culture so really man it's the in in order to do that it's you got to grab the ears of the youth and so it's really just like every freaking high school athlete (laughs) and 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 you know not even for you know like to sell the course that's not i mean that'd be great but it's really about like you know Start preparing now, man. Start preparing now. Ball is not life, right? Your life is your life. And you have to create it. You have to build it. And you have to understand how to put those pieces together. And you have to give yourself the tools. You have to download those tools as a software or whatever it is, you know, to to be able to manifest what it is that you want in life, right? Um, And be your own best man be your own best mentor and then surround yourself with greater mentors smarter than you and uh but anyways to that point young people man young student athletes 
young athletes who don't need to go through what we went through, bro. I went, that's who I wish were here. All yeah. of them are still alive, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Nah, it would have been a great moment for sure, man. I can see that. You're very mission-driven, very mission-focused. And I'm glad to see it because the kind of work you're doing is going to require that. So those are my closing thoughts. Thank you so much for stopping by. I'll, I'll let Jason roll us out. Yeah, well... You know, the one thing I always like to say is we all got the same amount of hours every single week. And those hours are very important, right? Because those hours are what affect people. So we can either do things that make a difference or sit around and eat chips on the couch, right? So um, we choose to do different, right? We choose to make a difference. We choose to make a footprint. And all these things. And that's what you guys are doing um, with what you're doing. And it's a needed thing, right? And really look forward to seeing how it all hammers itself out, right? And 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 really where it goes, right? Because there is no stopping something that's good. That's for sure. And, you know, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it greatly. You taking the 30 minutes out of your important day to be here and spend time with us in the world. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, Jay, man. And appreciate you guys for having me on the show. Philip, man, great talking to you and uh, great success for your show, man. I, I pray for all the greatness for you guys, man. So thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It was right. a pleasure. Cheers. 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 Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.